0: Hello everyone, this is Pastor Alex Alejandro reminding you that one encounter with Jesus Christ changes everything. God bless you and thanks for listening. 13 through 18, Psalm 103, 13 through 18, it says, Like a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. For he knoweth our frame. He remembereth that we are dust. As for man, his days are as grass, as a flower of the field. So he flourisheth. For the wind passeth over, and it is gone. And the place thereof shall know it no more. But the mercy, amen, but the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear him and his righteousness unto children unto children's children, verse 18, to such a as keep his covenant and to those that remember his commandments to do them. So number one this morning, we got to know our place. We got to know who we are. We got to know where we measure in God's eyes, we're his children. We're his children, and he has pity, and he has mercy on us. That's why he sent Jesus Christ. We are nothing without Jesus. From the dust we came, from the dust we're going to return, but that's not the end because of Jesus. Because of Jesus Christ, we get to rise again because he rose. So we got to know who we are. we got to know our place in this place. we got to know our place In this place, in our heart, we got to know our place in the world, who we are. We're not, we're not somebody that is just living, going from day to day, working a job, paying taxes. Well, that's not who we are. That doesn't define us. But aren't you glad your name is in that? Because you got, you got a check or something, right? Amen. Glory to God. Our name is written in the, in the, in the tax books. Glory to God. We can praise God for that. But that's not who we are. Amen? Because even if you don't get one of those things, even if you don't get any help from the government, our help comes from God. He's our Father. He has pity on us. He has mercy on us. And He sent Jesus Christ to die for us. That's who we are. We're we're who Jesus Christ died for. Our name is written in the Lamb's book of life. And you're, and that name's gonna be given to you one day. Because it's not the name you have now. The Bible says you will have a new name and a new body in heaven. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Your back isn't gonna hurt when you wake up in the morning. <laughs> Amen. You can run and not be weary. You can you can stand, you you won't fall. You're gonna be worshiping the Lord your God. Your Savior forever and eternity because of what God did for us through Jesus Christ because God moved with compassion. And that's why when Jesus was on the earth, that's why he was moved by compassion. And now that's why we are moved by compassion. That's who we are. Know your place, number one, Jesus Christ exemplified God's compassion in his preaching and healing he that's all he did amen when you read the gospels that's all jesus did he preached the gospel he preached the good news and he healed and he saved Glory to god that's what he did matthew 9 36 to 38 but when he saw the multitudes he was moved with compassion moved with compassion on them, because they fainted and they were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. Verse 37, Then saith he unto his disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. I want you to focus on verse 38 now. Pray ye therefore. Pray ye therefore. See, Jesus understood that the laborers were going to be few. He already knew that. We know that as a church, that the laborers are few. There's not a whole lot of people willing to go sacrifice everything for God. That's just the honest truth. There's not a lot of people that are willing to sacrifice their needs to put the needs of others above theirs. Jesus said, the laborers are few, but then he says, Pray number one our place is to pray that's what we can do to move god in us and to move god's hand in others is to pray we got to pray pray ye therefore the lord of the harvest that he will send forth labors into his harvest do you know that's the prayer we prayed when we got to this church We said, God, send the laborers. God, bring us people that have a heart to serve. Bring us people that are willing to sacrifice their needs and to put the needs of others ahead of them. Because that's the church. That's what we're supposed to be. Pray that ye therefore. Glory to God. Number one, know your place. Our place is to pray. Our Our place is to follow in Jesus' example to move with compassion and move because of the compassion that's in us through the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. So our first duty is to pray for like-minded believers to catch the compassion movement. Amen? The movement of the Holy Spirit that moves us in compassion. Thank you, Father God. Glory to God. So Jesus Christ also exemplified God's compassion and His concern for the lost of humanity, the lostness of humanity, the burden for the lost you got you have to have the burden for the lost
1: when Jesus is in
0: you when you accept Christ as Lord and Savior and you accept him and so you accept his burden remember that he said he said you cast your burdens on me you know my burden is light why because he does it we get to carry it but we don't carry the load we just carry the message And he said, that's that's the burden that I need you to have. I need you to tell people about me. I need you to have a burden for the lost. Burden for the lost. Because they're they're going to hell. They They need the message. They need to know there's life. They need to know that after death, is not that there's something after death, that death is not the end of us anywhere. Nobody has an end. We're all eternal beings because of the soul that's in us that was breathed into us by God. So there is no death. There's only this physical death of this body. But there is a resurrection afterwards. And whether or not we get to live in holiness of God is, is a des- decision we have to make. We have to receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. But there's many out there that haven't even heard this message in order to make a decision. So that's our burden. Go to uh, Matthew 14:14 And verses... 14 through 21. And Jesus went forth and saw a great multitude and was moved with compassion toward them. And he healed their sick. Verse 15. And when it was evening, his disciples came to him, saying, This is a desert place, and the time is now past. Send the multitude away, that they may go into the villages and buy themselves victuals or food. But Jesus said unto them. I love this part right here. Jesus said, you know, the disciples were like, hey, there's nothing out here. We're in the middle of nowhere, Jesus. They need to go eat. So, so when you send them away, because, you know, that's a lot of people. What, what are we going to do? You know, what are we going to do? What, what possible thing can we do to appease all these people? Amen. Have you ever asked yourself that question? What can I do? God, it's just me. What can I do? I I, I don't have the power to do this. That's true. We don't have the power to do it. Who does have the power? Jesus has the power. The disciples was right there with Jesus. And they wanted to send people away. If you had Jesus walking next to you, and you're walking into a situation where you knew you were okay, because here's Jesus walking right next to you. He's walking with you and you walk in the situation, you're going to have complete confidence no matter what, because Jesus is with you. The disciples failed to see that the Savior was right there with them and they wanted to send the people away. But Jesus said, no, 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 they don't need to go anywhere. They don't need to depart. Give them ye to eat. He says, you, you feed them. But here's what he was really saying. Don't send people away because you carry me with you. You're not the one doing it. You're just the obedient vessel being used by me and I will do it. Glory to God, we gotta know our place in Jesus. He says, you give them to eat. And they said unto him, well, here we have but five loaves loaves, and two fish. Here's all we got. That's what we gotta do. They brought to him what they could find When you are in a situation in your life and you're going, Jesus, what can I do? All you have to do is bring what you have. God's going to multiply. Bring it to Him in faith. That's that's knowing our place. When 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 we feel like our hands are tied and we can't do anything, we just bring what we have to God. Say, Jesus, here I am. This is all I have. And He said, okay, because you're obedient, I'll take what you have and I'll multiply it so that you can feed whoever needs to be fed the Word of God. He's going to give you what to say. He's going to supply the need. You just got to be available. Just bring what you have to Jesus and He will multiply. And that's exactly what He does here. The miracle here wasn't just a miracle to be a miracle. This is a teaching that Jesus knew we would need today. He knew we would need to be reminded that we just need to bring ourselves. We don't have to change us to be God's people. We don't have to change ourselves first. We just gotta come as we are to Jesus and He does the work. Therefore, He gets glorified. It's by His will, right? It's not by our might, it's by the Spirit of God, that's what it says. Not by might, but by the Spirit of the Lord. So as long as we're available, the Spirit of the Lord is is gonna do it. We just have to be available to Him and He'll multiply. So they give Him the, the five loaves and two fish, verse 18. He said, bring them hither to me. Bring it to me. we got to bring it to Jesus. Whatever we have, bring it to Jesus. Whoever we have, bring them to Jesus. Because he's going to do the work. We just have to be the willing, obedient vessel. Glory to God. Verse 19, he commanded the multitude to sit down on the grass and took the five loaves and the two fishes, And looking up to heaven because Jesus as a man he also knew his place he knew he had to rely on the higher power we as people of earth we need to rely on the higher power we got to look up to heaven we can't look down at our own needs and wants because when we get narrowed down vision on just our needs and wants we lose we lose the opportunity to see God's spirit. We have to go past our needs and begin to seek others' needs. we got to bring others to Jesus. Amen? We take what we have and we bring it to Jesus. He multiplies it. We take who we have and we bring it to Jesus. He will bless them. He will save them. We bring our faith to God and He multiplies it. That's what this is saying. Bring them hither to me. He's not just talking about the the food. He was talking about the people. You bring them to me. Glory to God. So he blessed them. Verse 20. And they did all eat and were filled. And they took up the fragments that remained, 12 baskets full. Verse 21. And they that had eaten were about 5,000 men beside women and children. So it was more than 5,000 that were fed that day. Can you just imagine that? Picture that in your mind. This field full of 5,000 people. The whole town of Byers is not 5,000 people. But you could probably fit 5,000 people in the area of this town. So think about that. That's how many people there were. And Jesus says, don't send them away. You bring to me what you have and I will multiply and he looks up to, to the Father. We gotta look up to God. Glory to God, so we gotta know our place. Next, uh, Romans 5 Jesus exemplified God's compassion in his sacrifice on the cross. He went all the way, see Jesus didn't stop. He went all the way. He went, he went all the way in his compassion for us. He not only said, I'll, I'll feed them, I'll heal them. He didn't stop there. No, He said, I'm going to die for their sins. I'm going to save them. I'm going to have them be with the Father. They're going to be with God in heaven for eternity, and I'm willing to die for them. That's how much He was moved with compassion for us, that He went to the cross for our sins. Uh, Romans 5, actually starting at verse 6 through 8. For while we were still weak, at the right time, Jesus, or Christ, died for the ungodly. Aren't you glad he came at the right time? And he does, even today. He comes always at the right time. Verse 7, for, for one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare even to die. You know that, you might see examples of that on the earth. You might see somebody that sacrifices themselves for another. We might see that. Amen? We might see that here on on earth. But Jesus, without even knowing us today, he said, I'm going to die for them. I'm going to die for their sins. I'm going to make a way to heaven for them. Glory to God. Verse 8. But God shows his love... His compassion for us in that while we were still sinners Christ died for us we were sinners while we were sinning Jesus died for our sins he took the nails and the crown of thorns and the lashing he took it all for us even while we were the ones spitting in his face pulling on the beard and shoving him down and calling him names and all that. We, that's who we were as sinners. And that's who we are as sinners. But he still moved with compassion toward us. And he died on the cross for our sins. Moved by compassion. That's the message this morning. We must be moved by compassion. That's the only thing that will move us in order to see people's needs above ours. Moved by compassion. That's that is the example that Jesus gave. Uh, Number two this morning, we gotta see others, not just ourselves. We gotta learn to see others. We we gotta open our eyes. There's a lot of people in need out there that have far worse than us. Amen. Somebody always has it worse than somebody else. We we have to recognize that because we can very quickly get narrow-minded. And have tunnel vision and only see our immediate needs. That can happen very quickly, and that's the lie Satan will tell you: that Oh, you got to take care of yourself first. Amen. You got to take care. You you can't do that for God. You can't go pray for them right now. You can't you can't go feed them right now. You you can't buy their lunch. You can't pay for their groceries. You you can't do that. You got to take care of you right now there's not enough that's a lie because there's a story in the Bible about having enough even when there wasn't enough You remember the, the baking of the bread the prophet said you make it for me first and, and, and she was obedient and she was fixing to make the, the last meal to die but God said no 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 you, there will always be enough when it comes to me I am enough I'm Jehovah Jireh I am enough God is enough so you can you can do that you can help people And God's going to supply your need a hundred times over because you left your desire for yourself. You sacrificed and you moved with compassion just like Jesus did and you met the need of somebody else. And that's why God's going to bless it. That's why God's going to bless it. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So we got to see others, not just ourselves. If we want to have the eyes like Jesus and see the needs of others. We have to stop focusing on our needs. We must focus on our spiritual need to love and to be moved in compassion like Jesus did. See, it's a spiritual need. It's a spiritual need to move in compassion. you got to exercise that love muscle. you got to exercise your heart. The spiritual love we must exercise. That is a need that we have as believers. We need to move with compassion. We need to help others, because that's how God is going to be seen by others. It's not going to be us. Trust me, I can't save anybody. They can look at me all they want, or I can dance all they want. I can make all the commotion I want, amen? I can act crazy in the middle of the street and just yell it out, but I'm not saving anybody. It's only if I move in compassion in the name of Jesus, that's when somebody will be saved because they're going to see God's love, His compassion. Amen. Go to Matthew uh, 20, 20, 20, 34. I already had it there. Matthew 20:34. So Jesus had compassion. Glory to God. So Jesus had compassion on them and touched their eyes and immediately their eyes received sight And they followed him. That's the account of Jesus healing the blind man. But that's all of us. That's our story right there. When we receive Jesus Christ and Lord and Savior, we're that blind person that was given sight. And we weren't giving sight. he, He didn't give us sight just to see. He gave us the sight to see the needs of others. He gave us eyes to see others and to move in compassion just like he was moved and had compassion on them. But notice again what happens here. He says, they received their sight and they followed him. When Jesus opens your eyes to the fact that you were once a sinner and now you're set free, your eyes are open, not just to recognize that, but also to see others who need the same thing so that we can move in compassion for them. Mark five nineteen. Mark five nineteen. Howbeit Jesus suffered him not, but saith unto him, Go home to thy friends, and tell them how great things the Lord had done for thee, and hath had compassion on thee. Not only do we have to move in compassion, but we got to tell everybody what God did for us. We got to tell everybody why that God moved in compassion for us. Give them your testimony. Tell them that God loves you. Tell them that He loved you so much that He died for you and He died for your sins and that He has died for their sins. Amen. Glory to God. He, he, we got to tell them that He moved in compassion for us. Last thing this morning, number three. We have to remember who it is that we're serving when we serve others. We got to remember this. The Bible says that when we do it to the least of them, we do it unto Jesus. That's, that's what, this is what has to move you above anything else. Because first of all, Jesus deserves our praise and worship because he died for our sins. How much more does he deserve us to do it unto him back? Amen. That's just like, that's just like common thing people do. You scratch my back, I scratch yours. And when Jesus saved us from sin, we have to move in compassion because when we do it unto the least of them, we do it unto Jesus. That's what this says in Matthew 25, 34, 40. It says, Then shall the king say unto them on his right. And by the way, this is the account where Jesus is talking about the kingdom of God, how he's going to separate sin and saved. Goats and the sheep, right? He's talking about the right and left. And he says, To them that are on the right hand. the, The ones that are saved. Come ye blessed of my Father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungered and ye gave me meat. Amen. Feed the hungry. And you feed Jesus. I was thirsty and ye gave me drink. Give them the drink and you serve Jesus. I was a stranger and ye took me in. Wow even the people we don't know we don't even know who they are, but we can serve Jesus by bringing them knowledge of him and by by acknowledging that they exist and just saying hey, by the way there's a God that loves you you're not alone. you're not a stranger He knows you. I don't know you but he does and you're not a stranger to him and he loves you. glory to God naked, and ye clothed me. I was sick, and ye visited me. I was in prison, and ye came unto me. Then shall the righteous answer him, saying, Lord, when saw we thee and hungered and fed thee? So now they're kind of confused. They're going, wait a minute, Jesus. You're talking about yourself here. When did we see you like this? Because we never saw you like this. We saw you serving all those people. But We never saw you in this state. And here's a very profound thing that Jesus says here. So they asked him, or thirsty, or and gave thee a drink. When did we see you a stranger and we took you in? When were you naked and we clothed thee? Or, or when, when did we see you sick or in prison and, and came to thee? And here's what he says. And the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these. My brethren, ye have done it unto me. That's why we are moved by compassion. Because when you see somebody in need, pretend like you're looking at Jesus. And you're going to go toward that person and you're going to serve them. Just like it says here. We have to be moved by compassion. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So again, number one, we gotta know who we are first. Our place is to pray, our place is to serve, our place is to be available for God. He's going to multiply it. We don't need to come prepared, we don't have to come ready to God. He knows that we're weak and we're feeble and and we can't do anything. He knows that. That's why he wants us to come, because he'll multiply it. We got to see others, not just ourselves. We gotta have the eyes of Jesus. Our eyes are opened in salvation, not just for us, but for others to be seen. And the last thing, we got to remember who it is you are serving. Remember who it is you're serving by serving others. And that's Jesus. You're doing it unto Him when you do it unto the least of these. That's what He said. He said, my brethren, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Let's pray this morning. Father God, I give you thanks. Lord, I praise you for the church. I praise you for the global church. I praise you for these body of believers that are here right now, Father God. Lord, you've called us all to serve. Not just to serve to say that we serve, but God, to serve that we might serve you. That our eyes might be open to see the needs so that you will multiply what we have and you will perform miracles that others might see your power and come to you. That is the purpose. Of moving in compassion because you first moved in compassion by sending Jesus for us and then you showed us compassion in the man who was fully God fully man Jesus Christ you showed us compassion through him as he moved toward the needy to show us the way and God now it's our turn here on this earth our eyes are open we are the ones who have to be moved in compassion to the needy, to those that need to be saved, to those that need to be uh, fed, and those that need water, drink, clothing, those that are strangers, those that are in prison for the God, those that don't get to be told the gospel of God, the good news of Jesus Christ. That is what you have called us to do as believers, as people that are eyes open wide, not blinded by our own sin, by our own needs anymore. We are now alive in you, eyes open to see the needs of others and be moved by compassion. And God, we praise you today for it. Lord, as we we conclude this service, God, one more thing that, Lord, we have to make sure that we're right with you in our heart. We gotta make sure we're right with you. In order to be empowered by the Holy Spirit, we gotta bring our needs to you to the altar. We gotta gotta set it all right with you at this altar. We gotta give ourselves to you. We gotta confess our sins so that you can take them away, so that we can be a useful vessel. And before we can do all that, we have to be forgiven of our sins so that we can be a house of prayer. We have to be a house of prayer. Our bodies are the temple of the living God. And we're a house of prayer. We are called first to be saved, to be a vessel of prayer for you so that we can be empowered for you, by you, to do things for you, God. Lord, if there's anybody in this place today, Lord, that knows in their heart there's something that they have to get right. They have to just confess it to you and say, God, forgive me of my sin. I want to be renewed today. I want to be used by you. Open my eyes once again to see the need of others so that I can serve you in my utmost, Father God. Everything that I have, I bring to you. You are the one that will multiply. it. But first, I must be right with you in my heart. If that's you this morning and you know there's something in your heart, you just want to give it to God today and say, I, I want to be renewed today, forgiving my sin today. Lord, I start anew today. God, to serve you. If that's you, with every head bow, every eye closed, just lift your hand up to God right now and say, God, I give it to you. God, forgive me my sin God, I relinquish it to you. You are my Lord. You are my Savior. I give it to you. I want my heart to be right so that I can serve right. I want to be right so that I can serve right. So that your power will be right in me. And then when I give it all to you, you will multiply it in the right way, in the perfect way, and I can serve you in righteousness. We praise you, Father God. In Jesus' name, just tell him, forgive me, Lord, and lead me right now. Forgive me, and now just keep leading me. I don't look back. All things are made new. Old things are passed away. I'm made brand new in Jesus Christ. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't know about you, but I'm excited to serve. I'm excited to serve somebody. God's going to send people your way. Pray for it. Pray for people to serve. Because that's what we do as Christians. That's what we're called to do. That is the heart of Jesus. You don't have to be a trained evangelist. You don't have to be a trained pastor. You don't have to be a trained leader of the church. You just have to be moved in compassion. You just have to allow God to move you with compassion to serve somebody. And you're serving Jesus in that same manner, Amen. Glory to God. I want to pray over you guys this morning as we leave. Father God, I praise you again. Lord, bless those that came today. God, bless us all here in this place. God, bless them. Lord, they, they represent people, families, friends. God, Lord, we just ask that you empower us by the Holy Spirit, Lord, that lives in us because of Jesus Christ to empower us to serve, to serve those that you send to us, to serve those that... You have given us, our families, Lord, our cousins, extended families, friends, Lord, just acquaintances, people that we meet, Lord, just empower us to see the need and to serve the need. We praise you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Y'all have an awesome rest of the afternoon. Glory to God. If you get to come back this evening, uh, even better. Glory to God. We'll, we'll, we'll continue in our, in our book Bible study that we've been doing on Sunday nights. Glory to God. If you want to make a lifelong decision to follow Jesus Christ, pray this with me. Dear God, I am a sinner. I am sorry and I repent of my sins. I accept your free gift of grace that was your son, Jesus, his death on the cross for the forgiveness of all my sins. Come and live in my heart and I make you the Lord of my life. Amen. If you prayed that prayer with me, I want you to know that you're freed from sins. You You have become a new creation in God because of Jesus Christ the next steps are crucial the next steps are very important if you've made this decision to follow Jesus Christ and to follow him the rest of your life find a good Bible preaching church get connected to the Christian community that believe in Jesus Christ and preach according to the full gospel of the Bible Begin to study that Bible and then follow the Spirit's call for your life. I'm excited for you and your decision that you have made. And I'll be praying with you that God will lead you through the Holy Spirit to the full salvation knowledge that he has for you. God bless you. Well, that concludes this episode of The Encounter. Thank you for taking time to meditate on the Word today. God bless you, and may the Spirit of God guide and lead you always.